But this man was different. He came in and, and he, he told tales of being thrown into a pit by his brothers when he was out in the fields. Uh, Eleven other brothers, I believe, he said he had. I don't speak that very odd tongue, but one of my other servants did. And I looked at him and I thought, he's unlettered like his people. I haven't done this in a long time. This feels so cathartic <clears throat> for me. I will, I will, I, I'm the captain of the guard. I can do whatever I want. So he came into my house. And what I noticed about this man was he was a very humble man. And he always spoke his mind in a, in a very odd way. He, he told me, <laughs> you will not believe, he has... Ten older brothers. How many of you have had older brothers, sisters? I have a dream, he says. We were out in the field and there were, we were gathering together the harvest and we were binding them together and, and your 11 sheaths were there on the ground and my, my one sheath, it stood up. And all of your sheaths bowed down to mine. Is he crazy? He's got ten older brothers. They're going to open a can of you-know-what on him. And then he goes home and says, I have another dream. There were eleven stars and the sun and the moon referring to his mother and father, and they all bowed down to me. Now even his dad, who he was his favorite, said, Son... You can't do this. And he rebuked him. And then he gets sent out to the field, and his brothers see him from afar, and he doesn't see this coming. They grab him, they throw him in a pit. Their father puts him in this beautiful ro robe with sleeves. I mean, who has money for sleeves? I mean, I ask you seriously. But it has beautiful robe, long robe with sleeves, and, and they take him and they, and they rip the garment off him and they throw him in the pit, and then they sell him to some distant relatives that they have some kind of blood feud going on with. I don't really understand that part of it. But he came into my house, and what I, what I noticed about him was that everything I put him in charge of prospered. He may be crazy, probably is, but he just gets the job done. So, I put him in charge of a little bit more. And a little bit more. And a little bit more. Until finally I think, hey, this is a good thing. So I put him in charge of everything. Now, I believe he was about 17 when he came into my household. And um, my wife, uh, she had an eye for him. And I think she's had an eye for several young men. But I'm gone a lot, so I try not to pay too much attention. But one day I came home, and she's holding his robe. And she said, that young Hebrew that you brought into my house tried to humiliate me in my own house. He came into my room. Now, his story is that she came on to him. Right.
don't know what to do, but I know my job as a leader in my community is to teach this boy a lesson. Maybe it was my wife, maybe it was him, I gotta live with my wife, I gotta get rid of him. Right? That's the way it works in the real world. Plus, he needs to be taught a lesson. He thinks everybody's going to bow down to him. He needs to understand that his dreams are dead. When you have a big dream, you are thrown in the pit. Don't you know this? Life teaches you this. Let go of your dreams. Can you imagine a man so foolish as if he was from a lower class to stand up and say, I have a dream? They'd kill him, right? I had to teach this young man a lesson. So I threw him in prison. Now, the prison warden is a friend of mine because we all work for Pharaoh. And evidently, there were two stewards of the Pharaoh, one who was a cook. Well, one was he served the wine. I really like his job. I kind of want because he's got to taste it to make sure it's safe. He's got the job everybody wants. The other one was the baker, and, and they did something to Pharaoh really dumb. And Pharaoh threw them in prison, and evidently they both had a dream on the same night. And the man who had the, the cup said, well, I, I had a dream that there were three branches, and there were berries on the three, and I picked the grapes, and I, and I squeezed them into the cup, and then I, I, I handed them to Pharaoh. And Joseph said, well, I can't interpret dreams, but God can, that Hebrew God again. And that means that in three days, Pharaoh's going to lift you up and say, come and serve me again. And the baker says, well, that story ended up well. I'll tell my story. I had a story about I had three hats on, and there was all this bread in my hats, and the birds kept eating the bread on the top of the hat. And Joseph said, well, your story doesn't end so well. Three days, Pharaoh's going to lift you up and hang you up, and then the birds are going to eat what's left of you. And it turns out, both dreams came to pass. Now, Joseph is still stuck in prison. But evidently, there's more to these dreams than I gave him credit for. And I've always been one to dismiss dreams. Dreams are for weaker men who don't make their own way. But what if there's more to these dreams? What if God gives us dreams and we're supposed to live these dreams? What if I messed up in throwing him out of my household? And that's why I'm afraid. And if you want to know how the story ends, you've got to come back next week. <laughs> but it is a story about dreams. And I know Nick won't come back, so he, won't, he knows the end of the story. So I'm not worried about Nick. But it's a story about, is he a holy dreamer with an H? Or is he wholly delusional? When you see someone with dreams, do we squash their dreams? Oh, you're a stupid dreamer. Joseph eventually gets before Pharaoh, and that happens 13 years after his dream in the fields. 13 years for him to think, 
my dreams are wrong. But he held on to those dreams. Do we hold on to our dreams? When somebody says, I have a dream, and the world kills them for their dreams, do we think the dreamer has the truth, or do the people that put them to death, do they have the truth? What are your dreams? What have you given up? What are you holding on to? And that makes all the difference. Amen. Wonderful song that has a lot of dreamlike qualities to it. And I was fortunate to actually go to the Shenandoah Valley this summer. So I have a point of reference other than my crazy imagination. So just enjoy this wonderful piece. Mm -hmm. 